Gentlemen, you realize what we've found. Who knows what waits for us in nature's no man's land? Those hands and those eyes! You've got to do something about it! You've got Baffling questions, astounding questions. Earthly or unearthly? Is it human or inhuman? Skydivers, they fall free from 20,000 feet above the Earth and experience the epitome of freedom and movement that only eagles have known before. They're thrill-jumping guys who attract thrill-seeking gals, like Susie, a more-more gal, never satisfied with one man. Kiss me, Frankie. I mean, really kiss me. Some people have to break the rules, and Pete's one of them. Open it up, Pete. Come on. Skydivers, the most dangerous of all dangerous games. More dangerous than chasing criminals. More thrilling than hunting killers. Welcome to another episode of It Came From The Bottom, once again brought to you by Head Games Entertainment, your ultimate source for digital series, podcasts, and more. Once again, I'm Jack. I'm Zip. I'm Adina. This week, we go back all the way to 1963. I don't know why I'm trying to talk like Casey Kasem up in here. <laughs> <laughs> the golden countdown is... Uh, <laughs> we go back to 1963 with The Skydivers, uh, another MST3K movie. Because, of course, if it was on MST3K, then it has to be on the bottom 100 list. It has to be one of the worst 100 movies of all time. We saw the skydivers. So, uh, to ask the age-old question, <laughs> you can't escape it, Adina. No, Jack. I have never seen this movie. Thank you for asking. No, I've never seen it either. Not <laughs> even the MST3K version. I've seen it 12 times. What? And it keeps getting funnier each and every time. <laughs> it doesn't adjust. <laughs> yeah. This movie. 12? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm lying. Okay, good. Uh, uh, yeah, this movie was, um, it's one of our shortest movies we've ever covered. But Thank yet, God. But it felt like the longest to watch for me. Sure did. Yeah, it was, oh, my Lord. Yeah, not a whole lot happened in this movie. And, nope. Uh, it, uh, yeah, this was a movie I'm convinced was made because, again, like a lot of movies we watched, they just had stuff and they wanted to make a movie around it. Like yeah, it's a love to letter to skydiving. Yeah, I think that's they, all it is. They, they had access to skydiving equipment. They decided to go up and film a couple of jumps, and then they based a movie around it. This movie serves as a better ad. Well, yeah, uh, not later in the movie, right? But eventually, as a later as an ad for skydiving. Yeah, basically, than yeah. as an actual scripted film. Yeah. 
But there you have it. Let's talk about this bitch. All right, Zip, do you have the IMDb description for it? There are three descriptions posted on IMDb. Fun fact, it takes longer to read them than watch the movie. <laughs> than watch the movie. Um, the first two, though, uh, are honestly in the vein of MST3K, so I'm pretty sure they just they watched that version and then decided to write a funny, I'm air quoting so hard, description of it. So I will read the third one, which is short and sweet. A woman seeks revenge on her former lover who owns a skydiving business. That's not right. Technically it is. <laughs> But not I mean, until the last 20 minutes. Right. <laughs> that, that's like the Lord of the Rings is about trees that go to Isengard. Right. Okay. Well, <laughs> we open on what else? Opening titles. Uh, it's in black and white. Yeah. It's a black and white it's movie. black and white movie. Cower and terror before the horrors of parachutes and boogieing white people. Seriously, this opening yeah. was kind of terrifying. It was, the, yeah. Because the music was very scary. And we're watching yeah. white people dance. So it was very much like... Well, it starts, it, I mean, because it's like black and white movie kind of music with the, the like... And there and you see, like, somebody running and they jump and tackle a guy and they start beating each other up. And you think, oh, action, drama, suspense. And then you just see a bunch of people dancing in bikinis it for scared a long me. time. This opening scared me. it made me. no sense. <laughs> yeah. So um, I had no idea what I was about to watch, and um, yeah. I was uh, I was put off from the start. And the, and the thing is, it takes a while because the, the credits, like, you see, you know, of a, like featuring, you know, this person, this person, and then a cast of thousands. Yes. There are so many <laughs> names that come up during the credits just listed as actors. Yeah. They didn't even get into the technical yet. No. They're fucking it's extras. Just They're all, extras. Uh, and these people featuring all of these people. There's like 20 people on the screen and then another 20 people. And it's like, oh, my God, how many people are in this movie? And you cannot tell me that all of these people have importance dialogue speaking characters. Like oh, my God, they all have dialogue. All of the people that they list have at least one line of dialogue <laughs> in an hour-long movie. <laughs> Good God. This movie's an hour and, like, 15 minutes at most. At most. Yeah. And that's including the credits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I almost want to see a supercut of this without any skydiving sequences edited in. Oh, but it's, it's, it's 15 minutes long. Yep. Open on an airfield, we meet Beth and Susie? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This weird woman looking for this guy named Frankie, or Harry. No, it's no, she's, she's looking, looking for, for Frankie. Frankie. Right. Yeah. I get the two confused throughout the film. Yeah. Uh, mm. She's looking for Frankie. Well, she tells her that he's been fired for drinking on the job. We don't know anything more than that beyond this point. Beth then takes a, her plane up for a spin. Can I just say, even be, even as this scene is happening, okay, I have already written the editing and the framing in this movie is oh, yeah. horrendous. Oh, yeah. Okay, we haven't even gotten into the movie five minutes, and oh, it is here. already. Let me let me summarize it better for you. <laughs> okay. okay. Yes. So now, just understand that this is the most emotionless delivery of lines ever. Okay, so <laughs> Susie pulls up, yeah. gets out of her car, yep. walks over to Beth. I'm looking for Frankie. Frank's not here. You know that. We've, he got fired for drinking, but you're not really here for Frank, are you? Bitchy looks between <laughs> the two of them. And then a guy walks into frame out of nowhere. Don't know who the hell he is. Must not be Frank. 
Then Susie looks over at him, another bitchy look, and then she walks off into the field. She just walks in the opposite direction from which she entered. She's seemingly walking into nowhere. This guy walks up to Beth. Beth says, I'm going to take the plane up for a spin. He's like, okay, climbs over this little wooden fence. The gate is literally two feet away from him, but he climbs over the fence anyway to walk back to the building, cut back to Susie, who is now stepping into her car and then spins out in the driveway, almost running into a plane on her way out. While dude, who we still don't know who he is, just stares at her. Yep. This is the first three minutes of the film. Yeah. All of this happens in three minutes. And it's the, like you said, it's the worst editing, these jump cuts, there, no establishing shots whatsoever. Right. I never knew where we were. I couldn't tell what direction we were going. The actors didn't know what direction right. they were going. <laughs> the screenwriters didn't know what direction they were the going. The screenwriters had no idea where the fuck they were. They were yeah. just like, they're, they're, all, the, all those points on the script was just skydiving, skydiving, they skydive. There's more skydiving. Why yeah. am I talking about Jimmy Stewart? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> Beth is like, I'm going to take the plane for a spin, or at least she tries until she doesn't because 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 the plane starts sputtering and cutting in and out but it leads to nothing and then and then we cut so we see the plane on the the runway or dirt road whatever it is you hear this sputtering and stalling out and then you have a close-up of her sitting in the cockpit of the plane where obviously the plane is not moving it's sitting still and people are rocking the plane back and forth off camera. Then we cut to the plane that is not rocking. It's just slowly rolling down the runway, but we still hear the sounds. So then Jackass from earlier <laughs> runs all the way to the plane. Then we cut to another static shot of the plane just sitting there, not moving as he climbs under the wing, comes back up, opens the door and hauls her out to supposed safety. Meanwhile, I don't know if you saw this or not. There were three people standing behind the plane. Yep. Yes, I did see that. Yeah. This movie, you see you people guys. walking in the background, even though in the wide shot, there is not another fucking person for miles. <laughs> I'm so glad Zip was back for this recording. <laughs> Seriously. This now movie. we're four minutes into yep, the movie. Yep, four minutes. I want to see like a shot by shot masterclass from Zip on this movie. Oh my God. <laughs> I could do it. So Beth has no idea what the fuck happened with this. So we entered this guy, Pete, who talks Beth into a. Free fall solo dive. He just approaches her at a gas station. Apparently, Pete's just a adrenaline junkie jackass. You know, but who- this guy, honestly, I thought he was drunk all the time, or there was some mental thing going on with this guy. Because first and of all, there is car, something going on with right, him, but we don't know. We don't that know. Until right. But his junkie. car is a piece of shit. He drives. This is. Oh my god! This <laughs> the car. passenger side door. door. It <laughs> doesn't close. So, so anytime the-, the car takes a left turn, the door just wide open. open, and then he never and closes stays it. Open the entire. Time. They it never close it. So yeah, so he's got he's got the door open. And he's like, and all his shits on the ground. He's like, Beth, let's go take a drive. Let's go fly. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So there's so much of 
this guy with his car, <laughs> but there's always, let's fly. And then everybody's always in their car, going to go pick up the people. Or then they're going to go to the car and they're going to fly the plane. And they're, mm-hmm. the, oh my God. But this guy with his car and the door open and his shit on the ground. I thought he was Frankie because I thought he was yeah. drunk. Yeah. But there is something wrong with Pete. No, he, he's oh. an adrenaline junkie, and oh this, this exchange is hilarious to me because every time every time he asks her to to basically break the rules, it proceeds the same way. He asks her, like in this case, he says, "Hey, can I take a solo dive?" She goes, "No, I don't think you're experienced and ready for that yet." He goes, "Please." She goes, okay. "I don't know. I just can't do it. I implore you to reconsider." <laughs> um, okay, yeah, and it just is let her do it. Oh, come on, please. Well, okay. And let's just establish that there is no good acting. In no, this movie, no, no. except it's just pl- it's just I will give acting. you some. I will give Susie some props, y'all. Uh. She was the most committed to her character, and she oh, she's got the the she, the bit she had face the for yes, days. she was great. So everybody else in this movie fucking sucks. I didn't mind Beth as much. No, she was. I didn't she mind was second her best, as much. But, but Susie, all of the everybody ma- else, all, all of the, the male men, actors, the men in this movie, they are the can worst. Die in a fire. <laughs> they were terrible. Or a skydiving accident. Or well, or a skydiving accident, yeah. which they do. Now we have a nice shot of a skydiving man that I liked because you see him jump out of the plane. The, all the aerial stuff was really kind of impressive. Well, until. They cut to parachutes. No, no, no. Understood. But everything yeah. that was in the air, like when you actually see somebody in the air and you're looking at the skydivers, that mm. was pretty sweet. And I legitimately want to know if it was if it was stock footage or if they actually shot that themselves. They, they actually shot it. I think they shot they're, it. They're, they're, later on, there's a close-up of one of the actors. It's the same actor. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Uh, they shot it. There's that he's actually, props. they're actually flying through the air. So. Yeah. so I gave him props for the aerial stuff. So we have this now dynamic with Beth and Pete, or Frankie, or Harry. Again, I can't keep track of these people. I, I could not keep up with the names. I was one. finally able to, but it took me a minute. Yeah. yeah. So Beth is now, I guess, she's kind of in a relationship sort of with Pete? No. Or is it Harry? She is married Frankie. to Harry. Beth and Harry are married. But they have no chemistry between them. Well, nobody really well, did. Well, there's no, there's no, that, that's like no never established. chemistry or any They don't ever chemistry. even actually establish that they are married. They yeah. do. There is a scene where, like, yeah, I what said happened established, to <laughs> Which means from the beginning. Right. That's correct. You we don't correct. find out until halfway through the movie that, that they're actually now. married. Yeah. I've seen this movie twice and I, I still didn't know until now. Yeah, yeah so they're married. Because they kiss. I just figured it was like a sort of like a fling thing because he, he, she goes, well, I see you tomorrow, and he goes, "Nah." That's Susie. Oh no, that's Susie. Oh, that's Frankie. And that's, that's a completely no, different. That's no, Susie that's Susie and Harry. Harry and Susie, because yeah. they are having an affair. Same. Yeah, and this will be my worst. Wait, who's line. having an affair? What movie? Do we, we watch the same movie? Yes. Yes. Jack, Susie and Harry are having an affair. Yeah. What? So he's <laughs> cheating on Beth with Susie. What? Are you serious? Which is, which is, <laughs> but until you find all of that shit out later. Yeah. The opening scene between Susie and Beth doesn't, doesn't make, make any, any sense. sense. Oh, my right. God. It's like, oh, as the world turns, but with parachutes. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is not, because as the world turns is way better. Uh, <laughs> way better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then we're in a boat all of a sudden. Okay, yeah, so we're in a skydivers. Boat. A this is the boat scene. A boat yeah. called Susie, by the way. Right, and that's Harry and Susie, and this is when we find out they're having an affair. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, are you ready? I, I wrote it down. I did, too. I, Let's act Go it ahead. out. I'm Susie right now, okay, and he's going to play Harry. Harry. Who am and I? and we're going to read it exactly, exactly the way it was delivered. In the movie. Can I be the boat? Yes. <laughs> yes. Will I see you tomorrow? No, Susie. 
Not tomorrow. I see. That's how it goes. That's, That's the only dialogue we are given to think, oh, are they not in a relationship? Wait, what's happening here? But that's exactly how it's delivered. And there's at one point <laughs> coming up where, uh, what's her name, Beth, <laughs> goes up to Harry that. and she's like, is it Susie? So either she knows or she's asking if he has a thing going on with the boat. <laughs> Like, how is it not raising red flags, this woman, if a guy names his boat after the woman he's sleeping with behind oh her back? God. I, but it's, it's not his boat, though. Whose no. boat because is it? Because we see the boat later. What, is it, does Susie name a boat it's after hers. herself? It's her boat. It's her boat. Sociopathic bitch. Yeah, no, her dad gave her it to dad her. dad gave it to her. What? This, oh, Jesus well, Christ. Let's get through mean? this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, we yeah. finally meet Frankie because he just stumbles onto the airfield. And he has this fight with Harry. They just, like, run into each other and just start tussling, and, I, I think. And let me say, yeah, so uh, first of all, since we still have never established who Frank actually is because we've never seen him, we just know he's the drunk that got fired, we keep – during this – yeah, during this frank discussion between a husband and wife, well, what happened to the love we used to share moment – we keep cutting back and forth between that and this guy on a motorcycle. Yeah. And then he turns the headlight off as he gets close. And then he parks the motorcycle. He's like, this is, it's supposed to be in the middle of the night, even though it looks it's like obviously dust. not. Yeah. And then he's like all covert style trying to like right. run across the driveway. And then he jumps across the fucking fence. Right. The gate is still two <laughs> feet away. Why do people keep jumping over this goddamn fence? Because they're badass. Oh, I don't know. Don't you get but yeah, so during these jump cuts, and when we're then, watching Frankie, they're having Harry and Beth are having this conversation about their marriage. And so she determines that, yes, indeed, he's having an affair. And all she has to say about it is, all right. That's yeah. all she says. Yes. So then Harry discovers that Frank. We don't know it's Frankie until at the end of the him. fight. Now here's the thing: until we the have this fight. huge fight that goes on for way too long. It's a bad okay? fight. It's a it bad. Is, it's it not is, good. It is the worst fight. These guys know each other, and you never know that they know each other. No. Mm-mm. And it's like, what the what the fuck is no, happening? Because it looks like. He's a stranger. It looks like some strange guy has shown up at their airfield and he's trying to sabotage one of the planes. Exactly. Because of the the typical machismo male attitude of, I don't want to have a discussion about emotions right now. And he leaves the dinner scene. Yes. And sees this guy trying to, what looks like, sabotage a plane. He just runs straight across this field, tackles him head on, and they proceed to have this fight. This horribly choreographed fight, which half of it looked improvised anyway. Right. And then we find out that it's all about a woman. Yeah, because they finish. So they they finish the fight while trying to choke each other out. Mm -hmm. And then one of them is like. Frankie's like, you fight like you fuck. And then. then, That's um, not what he said. (laughs) No, not Pete. Uh, What's his name? Uh, Harry. Frankie says. (laughs) You made me spill (laughs) my tea. God damn it. (laughs) You know, it culminates with like Frankie being like, hey, stay away from my girl. Susie. Yeah, Susie. Yeah. yeah, so Harry's like, what do you mean your girl? Susie's nobody's girl. Right. And he's like, well, I asked her to marry me. Oh, well, no, then right. you stay away from me and I'll stay away from her. Deal? Deal. Like, what the fuck? Just, you were just ready to kill each other, and now just because he wants to make an honest woman out of her? You're like, oh, okay, well, I'll bow out then. Good day, sir. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. 
The next day, we get more skydiving. Uh, I like the music in the scene, I guess. We get more uh, character development, quote-unquote, I air quote so hard, you are. with with, um, with Pete, because he's like, if I didn't jump in every once in a while, I think I'd crack up. So again, what's this guy's deal? So now we definitely know there's something wrong with him, yeah, but we don't know what. Yeah. <laughs> because why? we do not know anything about him other than the fact that he just, he keeps wanting to jump out of airplanes. Right. And my God, guys, can we just like talk about some of the random shit we see on this airfield? Because we see a guy just like walk up with a guitar oh and just start having dialogue with them it's like who the fuck takes a guitar these random people are just show up to watch oh people God. skydive yeah it's yeah. like and hey one, yeah he's just he's just holding the guitar it's not like he's got it like around his neck ready to play he's just literally holding the guitar in one hand like i am holding a guitar that i've never done before in my life it's like he doesn't know what to do with it it's almost like it's the, weird. the crew is like all right cast we just used up the last of our twenty dollar budget. This, Does anybody have any cool and props this to get bring will in? Will not be the weirdest thing someone is holding in their hands to watch skydiving. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking you about. You better James. believe it. <laughs> and so then we meet lovers, Bob and Bernie, <laughs> because these guys, the uh, skydiving team. Yeah, like everyone's excited about these two guys because they're going to go on a jump, and it's apparently a big deal because they're doing it together. Yeah. Yay, progressive 1963 gay romance. <laughs> Uh, if only. We have this weird photographer that shows up. Okay. Him? I is had, two, I had two hobos in a barn, you guys. Two. two. He was mine. Yeah, because this guy is kind of a perv in this scene because somebody asks him, are you with? The, are you a journalist? No. Are you, oh, yeah, you the, know, are you a magazine? Right, no. for a magazine? No. No. I just sit at home and look at him. <laughs> But there he is comes no back. point to this character. <laughs> There's none. He just he likes is the to most take socially pictures. awkward yeah. character in the entire movie. And thank God and he comes back. His haircut is like the dude from Eraserhead. Yeah, yeah. it <laughs> it like I, I love everything about this guy. Yeah, he was he was my one of two, and he is he's definitely the the better of the of the other one. But yeah, uh, yeah I had to have I had to have two hobos in a barn for this one, and he is totally uh, number one. So enter Joe. Yeah. So Beth says that she's heard so much about this guy, but the problem is that we haven't. Well, we, we did get an because in the, in, the, shot, in the dinner scene, we get an establishing shot though of yeah. the letter because I wrote because <laughs> the the postal service man has a dog in the car while he's <laughs> delivering the mail. So I wrote puppy because there was a puppy, but he, we see the letter from Joe. <laughs> so the letter is put into the, mailbox, into the mailbox and during the emotional discussion at dinner, right, yes. before, right as he's sitting down, he they, sees the letter. She's put it on the table. Right. It is from his old pal Joe. Joe. They served together in Korea. And so he suggests, she suggests that maybe Joe can replace Frankie as the mechanic. Exactly. So then we meet Joe. And and by the way, at some point we've seen Harry's car, by the way, y'all. It is beautiful. Because y'all know me as a car horror in these old movies. Oh, it is. Not, well, yeah. because, yeah, he's gone into town for yeah. something. Yeah. Um, and so Joe shows up and he's yeah. like, where's the, where's the general? Right. And she's like, and oh, he had to run in town to yeah. so gather the prize. Harry's got a great like car anyway. and Joe is a very nice guy. So, so there he we go. shows up, he's yeah. in the car. Yeah. Yeah. I love the way the scene ends because it, it ends with Joe just asking him, Hey, do you remember that weird night that native girl asked me to marry her? And that's just the, yeah, end, of the, and that's the end of the discussion. The we have no idea where that right. story we have went. No idea. Yeah. I'm like, no, <laughs> no I, I want this <laughs> story. Know. Don't yeah. leave us. That's yeah. the most interesting thing I've heard yet. And yeah. now I don't get the payoff. We didn't get nothing. So 
thankfully, the plot finally decides to join us as Pete, <laughs> the adrenaline junkie, asks if he can break the airline regulations again and parachute within the uh, the red zone. Basically, pull a chute lower to the ground. Right. They say no. Yeah, because he wants of course, to from uh, at a thousand, thousand feet, feet yeah. instead of uh, two thousand two hundred. Yeah. 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 But they, you know what? To their credit, they tell him no. Mm-hmm. But because Pete is apparently a motherfucking honey badger, he don't give a fuck. So he goes up in the airplane and decides to do it himself anyways. But and he doesn't. He jumps out and he never pulls the cord. He no. never pulls the chute. He never pulls the Which chute again, out. So it, he, did something go wrong with the chute? Did he basically commit suicide intentionally? Did something that, well, just go wrong? And see, and that's out? the thing. Tell it's, us more. It's ne- we don't know because, once again, because of horrible editing... The moment where on the ground, Joe and Beth realize that the chute isn't hasn't been pulled, she thinks that he's panicking and something's not working. Right. But from the shots we see of him falling through the the, the sky, he, he just doesn't it. pull the. He never even he tried never pulled to pull it. The and then there and Frankie later. Um, has some sort of explanation for it that once you're falling, there's a, a point where you think that maybe you won't pull your chute. So there's a very existential thing that happens. Yeah, so Pete never pulls his chute. He didn't panic. He no. never pulled it. He so, didn't pull it. And here's the thing with this movie. <laughs> I mean, there's so many things with this movie. But we see Pete on the ground, y'all. This made me. I was so angry at did this. Did this movie have no budget for blood? Oh uh, no, 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 no! First of all, for <laughs> blood, first, no, 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 blood is not the issue. <laughs> I mean, blood is not the issue. When they run out to the field to see his body, it is pristine. the actor still has his shoot on. Yep. He has that whatever this weird bag they they all have on. They the all front, have their fanny pack. The fanny yeah. pack thing yep. that they have. This actor walked out into the field and, and gently laid down, laid down yep. yeah. and then they started filming. <laughs> Jack's head's about I, to explode. I want to talk about how they shoot this because yes. it's him falling and they're like, hey, he's not pulling the shoot. Something's going to go wrong. And then like when he's still probably like a good couple hundred feet above the air, like and suddenly cut to him laying on the ground. Fuck you! And, it's, and that's <laughs> what we're talking about, the editing. Yeah. It's, it, it's so fast because they're on the ground. They realize the shoot's not coming. <laughs> And then we cut to him still falling, and then it cuts back, and she's like, no, no, pull the chute, don't panic, or blah, 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 blah. And then there's a quick cut to him still in the sky, a quick cut back to them, and then a quick cut to his body just laying there. Just laying there. Just laying there. You are telling me these people, with all the access they had to skydiving and planes, couldn't afford a fucking dummy? That would have been easy. Even if it was a bad dummy, it's clearly in keeping with the effort they put with the rest of this movie on terms of effects. Exactly. What the fuck? Why yeah. to do this? I don't Fuck know. Him. Fuck these people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Pete is fucking dead, and and the pilot could not give a shit. Yeah. Nobody cares except oh, for no. Beth. He, he, nobody cares except the, for Beth. The Everybody. Pilot did yeah. Not give he a did shit. not care. Speaking of which, in the, when when we were talking about the guy with the guitar before they went up, when the guitar, I mean, I know we're cutting back right. another a whole another scene before where we were, but the the guy with the guitar. Asks a guy, like, well, how far are they going to jump? Like, from how high up? Right. Isn't the guy he's asking the pilot? 
I don't That's remember. what I was because the pilot is completely different from all of the main characters. He's a completely separate person. Well, it's always Harry. No, it's not always Harry. It's not always Harry. There is oh, a I third always... guy who oh. is flying this plane. All right. Because remember when Pete jumps the first time, Harry is in the back of the plane talking That's him right. through it. Yep. There's a completely There's different else. pilot. You're right. You're right. I feel certain that the when the guy with the guitar asks how high are they jumping from, he's asking, he's the, asking pilot. the pilot, and the pilot says, I don't know. <laughs> and then the guy with the guitar asks him another question, and the pilot just sort of puts his hat on and walks, walks towards away. the plane. Yeah. They don't and care. it's like, what? What no is wonder, happening? No wonder the airfield didn't, didn't make any money. Oh, yeah. yeah. But no, but Harry, I think Harry was the pilot this time. Okay. But he yeah. wasn't previously, and he right. isn't subsequently. Yeah. But yeah, when he lands the he lands the plane on the other side of the field, and then gets out of the plane and just looks like, what happened? Hmm? Somebody died. And it just just like he's blank, just a yeah. blank face, and then it finally cuts away. So then we see Harry at a bar. Yeah, Harry. Oh no, no, no uh, the uh, the uh, the FAA guy. The FAA guy uh, has to come out and investigate the death. And while they're concluding the investigation, they have to shut down the airfield until they can prove that there was no foul play or anything right. like that. Yeah. So he shuts them down. And Harry and they're goes like, to bar. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, well, we, we, if, we, if we stay closed for too long, we're going to lose the property because they still owe a lot of money to keep the airfield. Uh, and he's like, well, I'll let you know as soon as I can. Yeah. And then gets in the car and drives off. So then Harry the skydiver, after skydiving, goes to a bar <laughs> called the Skydiver. Yep. Yes. What an asshole. Seriously. Yeah. He plays some but song. You know, the, the sign that said the skydiver was like they painted it on some yeah. sort of banner and then put it up over the name the, of the yes, actual establishment. Whatever the bar was. And yeah. there, there's some song playing in, in the bar, and then it ends, and they're like, hey, put on that one really good song. And he puts on the same it's song. It's the same, same exact song. song. <laughs> yeah. And everybody in the bar knows him. Yeah. And then, so he finishes his drink, and he leaves, and what? Susie's, Susie's there. there. How, what? I mean, how'd she know she'd even be there? He'd well, even be obviously, there. he always goes there. He must so. always. So, yeah. Apparently, so every day, a, he goes, he leaves during the middle of the day and goes to this bar to have a drink and yeah. then leaves. And comes so back. then, he's like, well, we have a fight. she's like, I want to talk to you. He's like, no. And he pushes her, and that's it. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. He doesn't just push her. Well, she starts she, beating the ever-loving shit yes, out of with him her with her handbag. Yes, in yeah. front of product placement, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, but he's like, you're abroad. I'm going to go now. <laughs> yeah, and so she just wails on him. Yeah, and she does. finally, she, he pushes her off of him, and she lands on the car. Yeah. And gives him the evil stare for, I'm telling you. I was scared. She's a scary bitch. She, the, I liked the look her a lot. She gives him yeah. is way beyond daggers from the eyes. It was and scary. Then, so then next she's back with Frankie. Yeah, they, on the boat. They go to on the boat, to boat and have named beach. Susie. <laughs> and then Frankie is then on Susie because they have sex on the beach. Yeah, and, and not the drink. Right. Yeah. Oh well, they chase each other around. I know. A, That's what a, I have. Chase a me, sailboat. Chase me, something I don't know. Because there's a sailboat just <laughs> on shore, like not the boat that they drove up on, which was a no. motorboat. Right. Um, yeah. So then they chase each other around the beach and then go further up the beach to a conveniently placed blanket. And that's where they happen to fall over and have sexy fun times. <laughs> Whoops. Uh. Even though they just pulled up in their boat, we have no idea where the blanket came from, but whatever. Right. Sure. And then post-coitus, they decide 
hey, wouldn't it be cool if somebody put some acid in somebody's parachute? It's, which is not even you a thing. You can't say that. With the, a, you this can't. is the most contrived plot contrivance ever. Yeah. Acid. Acid in a chute. What would happen if you put acid on someone's parachute? Well, you can't do that. It'd put holes in the parachute. Oh, my God. Somebody give this person the Pulitzer because this is the <laughs> best dialogue ever. Why acid? Why not just, like, poke some holes in it with a pair of scissors? Just poke the holes in the fucking parachutes. Which, if you've been paying any attention, the parachutes already have, have holes, holes in, in them. them. Yes. Yeah. I also want to bring attention to this scene to uh, Frankie's Sharpie tattoo. He has, <laughs> oh, yeah. Susie. He's got Susie. <laughs> it, it, like, Susie written on a piece of ribbon that wraps around a heart. Yeah. It, and is, it is a Sharpie. It, it is, is not Sharpie. an actual tattoo. And yeah. it is during this scene where we get a little bit of why Susie's such a bitch. And it's kind of creepy and gross. It really is. Because um, Frankie asks her, no. Susie, what makes you so mean? And he says, you've got a boat. You've got a house. You've got all this stuff. And she does. She has everything she could ever want in the world. And why? Because her dad gave it to her. Yeah. Her seemingly overprotective, overbearing, possibly possibly molesting dad. It's a really creepy speech. Yeah, yeah. So I don't like it. Sixty-three, otherwise somewhat lighthearted movie. I wouldn't call this movie dark. But that moment oh, gets dark. Well, see, it, do, it does. It does. I, it's coming. Don't worry. Yeah, I think it's this coming. movie is. But it's a third is, act sort of thing. Yeah, it's a third act pull. So yeah, and the re- and so yeah, so the, it's all gross. It, it's all gross. But yeah. then that's where we. Do, that's where the um, villainy happens here, where they come up with this plot. So, yeah, to, they to put acid in Harry's shoot, which doesn't make sense because no. beforehand the whole discussion is, is like, hey. Why don't I talk to Why don't I talk to Harry and and get and him get to give you your back. job back? Right. And he's like, oh, he's not going to give me my job back. And she says, oh, he'll do anything I ask him to do. Except right. fuck which you. we just <laughs> firmly established in the previous scene. No, no, he's not. He won't. He just pushed you away and told you to leave him alone. Yeah. So if you're just talking about getting somebody's job back, but now you're going to kill him. Yeah. That so it's make any so sense. it's here. I'll talk to him and get your job back. Well, why are you so mean? Oh, because my dad possibly my dad. abused me in very wrong ways, and now I want revenge on all of modern society. Uh, hey, hey, what would happen if I put acid on someone's parachute? Why would you do that? Let's kill Harry. Okay, that's how that scene works. Yep, that's exactly right. And Jesus Christ. Uh, and so the, now yeah. they have to find some acid. So Susie fucks a scientist. They, they just Seriously, <laughs> a back alley scientist, which because that made no sense. Who just happens to have acid. And, and he, the they drive guys. up in their car, and they are looking at the guy who is preparing acid, which you would think, oh, he must be in some kind of lab or something. No, nope. apparently he's in the fucking back alley. Yeah. Yeah. And so she pulls him in, and she's like, hey, I need some acid, and then pulls him back into the shadows. And while Frankie's still sitting in the car going, oh, man, oh, uh, like and he he's can't figure, wigging out. And he can't figure out why she hasn't come out yet. Exactly. And then they come out, and the, the scientist has this... He dumbfounded look so on his face. So disappointed. Oh, and right, God. right before we see this acid scene, um, Joe and Beth are in the hangar, and Joe kisses Beth. Just so we oh, establish well, yeah. that really quickly, that Joe kisses Beth. So there's that thing. But yeah, this acid guy looks like it was the worst fuck he's ever had, which is 
really disturbing to me. Yeah, yeah and and I th- and it's purely on the actor because yeah. I, I feel pretty sure the director was like, okay, now since we can't explicitly say what just happened, right. you need to give this look of like, oh, this woman, I will give her anything that she wants, but what comes across is just. She still has this sand is the on her. saddest right, day of right. my life. Yeah, that's what it looked like. It was so weird. It was, it was awful. And then she comes away looking at Frank and gets in the car like, okay, we got the acid, but she doesn't have any acid. So the next day we have some more skydiving shows. And they're a success. Uh, but we have more bullshit with this weird photographer because he starts <laughs> flapping his arms. This guy, I think he would get along great with the outfielder from Ed. Yes. I oh, think yeah, these two yeah. would be peas in a and can, fucking and can pod. And can we talk mm-hmm. about the family? Yeah, yes. Please do. <laughs> oh, my God. So this is where I thought, is this supposed to be comedy now? The rich family dumbass. The rich family, yeah. Yeah, oh, my God. So what's he doing? And he's got this. And did you notice the what happened to his cigar? The cigar? Yeah, he just keeps chewing on the cigar. And so it slowly, like, unwraps. <laughs> and he's constantly spitting tobacco out of his mouth. And then the wrapper, like, gets stuck to his bottom lip and is just sitting there. This is, that was like, amazing. It was. It was. I was like, oh, my and, God. Yeah, because that scene, like, cuts to him. Like, the guys are already skydiving at this point, And he looks up at him. And he's, part of the cigar is, like, hanging off of his bottom lip. And he just looks up and waves, like, hey, guys. I'm like, dude, you got right here, right here, right here, right here. It's on your li- Just get right. Oh, God. And, and this, this rich father doesn't understand how skydiving actually works. He's like asking all these dumb questions, like, so they they just jump out of the plane, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's like we they, we they, drove a long way to see this. What are they doing? It was like you you drove here to see people jump out of an airplane and then pull parachutes, and you don't know why you're here. What? I just saw something in the paper. It said skydiving. Sounded fun. It was either that or muff diving, and I took a chance. <laughs> he did not say. He didn't. No, that's not what he said. He didn't. Say I that. That's not. Yeah. We have this reused shot of a skydiver from earlier. Yes. To this oh, connection. it's the same yeah. shots yes. of skydiving yes. over and over again. Oh, and better yet, this I, I did love the reaction, though, to go back to your latent homosexual theory. What, the apple bacocky uh, shot? Is that the idea that they're piggybacking yep. Yep. during this? Piggybacking. Because yep. it was like... Uh, well, well, they're going to jump out, and then they're going to piggyback off of each other. And the the dad chewing the cigar like piggybacking. <laughs> well, I declare. Actually said, well, I that. declare. He does say that. Um, yep. But yeah, but even the guy, like the two the two parachuting guys, like, well, uh, so I'm just going to put my hands here like this. It was like, yeah, that's right. Well, here, let's practice it. And then they tackle each other in such a gay way. It was delightful. It was beautiful. It I was, loved it. It was. And the dad's watching the whole time like, what the what? fuck? The skydivers really was ahead of its time. It, it was. was. Yeah. Yeah. So I also love the reactionary shot we get in uh, during the skydiving sequence where we get like this apple money shot because the guy, it just cuts him quickly and he spits apple right at the camera. Why? There's the apple guy. And then there's oh, the guy he's, holding. He's so excited. He's so like excited. he's eating the apple faster yeah. and faster so that it just starts spewing all and over And then the there's place. a guy holding a chicken. <laughs> a rooster who was almost a, holding a rooster <laughs> who was totally high you guys yeah so like i because said somebody not the, asked weirdest, him, the guitar yeah, is no. not the weirdest thing somebody's holding <laughs> because somebody asked him do you fly and he goes all the time Can you fly, <laughs> oh my god there yes. you go so we have like this gay subtext ending with a guy holding a giant cock <laughs> so yeah. they land and wh- hey guys what's dramatic tension i don't know because we had this whole setup with the acid and these guys landed just fine so like i was kind of yeah i was like what the fuck was the acid wasn't used the acid yet wasn't used 
yet, but they do this whole thing. Well, are you going to do this, Frankie? Are you going to do this? Susie's like, are you going to chicken out? And they were at the airfield. Chekhov's fucking gun. Right. They were at the airfield. So that and so that scene was fucked up, I'm saying, just right now. That was dumb. Stupid. Followed by a dumber scene with a dance. All this leads to is just Harry and Beth having a kiss. Meanwhile, we get Frankie and Susie. They they drop acid. Well, they drop acid into a parachute. So it's finally sold. which they're hoping is Harry's. Yeah. Right. They because hope they it's the know. correct one because they yeah. don't know. And she asks, "Which and two are his?" She asks, "Which two shoots are his?" Okay. So I didn't understand that. I don't know. But my but but right around here when we're watching the dancers. So this this dance was just to get all the other extras in. Because we get our one of the all of the fifty people that are listed in the opening. Because we do get our one person of color in this. But this here comes my other hobo in a barn, everybody. Oh wait, is it okay? The Scottish Italian dude. Oh my god! So this guy looked like (laughs) Luigi dressed up via Scrooge McDuck. (laughs) Luigi via Scrooge McDuck. He was so out of oh place. I mean, all so these things. So completely were, out of place. Yeah, I mean, we had a lot of things. Everybody was out everybody of place. Everybody was at this out dance. of place. At, that, yeah. at this big dance, yeah. <laughs> we had professional dancers. They knew these guys knew how to dance. Yes, they, they were did. professional dancers. They did. But so we have them, and they're like shirtless or wearing bikinis. Yes. We have other people who are dancing in long sleeve flannel shirts and blue jeans. Then we have Scottish guy <laughs> who is wearing a it's he, he's he's wearing the he's full tartan. the the full tartan he is full tartan y'all a huge thick <laughs> coat like he is fully dressed from head to toe and I'm like if these people are wearing bikinis and they feel okay <laughs> this dude is sweating balls oh my god oh my god yeah so um, he was my other hobo. Like we have another woman who either. looks sure. like she's a waitress at a diner but she's in roller skates yep yep which went nowhere and made she, no sense whatsoever she raided a children's theater costume closet oh my god seriously yeah. and I think she was in the bar. I think that may have been the same woman who was in the bar who asked him to play now the song. Now that you mention it, I think so probably because right. they're playing the same I song again. Right, you're yeah. right. So I think they were the same. But so that was my other. Oh no 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 bar. no! This time they're playing the overtly racist Chinese song. Oh my god! Seriously, I did. I wrote that down. I'm like, did we just get racist? Because he goes, ah so. Ah so. Yeah. Like, Fuck you. In the middle of a dee 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 kind of thing. Yeah. So okay. So then. So we've got the dance. They put the acid in the thing. And then I was... And so... And that's another thing. Do these people not understand how science works? No. She literally... (laughs) So first of all, the acid is in a plastic bottle. Then they figure out, okay, this is the parachute we want to sabotage. So she lifts the flap up and then just gingerly pours the bottle into the bag. I'm like, that? I don't think that's going to have the desired effect of... No, because don't you think it... Yeah, I don't... Because... If you're just pouring it onto the bag, isn't the bag going to have holes in it? Zip, you ignorant (laughs) slut. This movie has no time for your science. First of all, I am not ignorant. Secondly, I don't care anymore. Let's let's just keep going. Keep going. Oh, my God. So the plane with Harry takes off with uh, possibly wearing the faulty chute. 
Yeah. So now let's just uh, – it's everybody at this point. All of the characters right. that Beth have been established. So Bob and Bernie. So the previous – This is a big the, deal. The, the, the pilot guy mm-hmm. who we never really established right. what his name is or right. what his is role true. is. Uh, Harry, Beth. Yep. As well as the Bob professional parachute yep. guys. So they all, they're all going up. So there's up. like six people now going yes. up. And so the, it's a big airplane that they're going up deal. in. It's not yep. one of the little small planes anymore. Right. Harry's shoot – fails and harry dies yeah yeah especially yeah. because they were just going to get frankie's job back but they kill harry and once again y'all and here's the thing the body is pristine it, yeah. well and just but just before that though he does pull the chute but the when the chute deploys and this is all aerial footage so right. they're actually falling through the air when he pulls the chute and it, it it's made to look like like the the chute has disintegrated yeah so pieces of it are flying through the air, and so when the whole thing deploys, it for some reason did it look like it was actually on fire? Yes, to you? Yeah. it looked it like did. there was smoke. It was the weirdest thing. But then when they cut to it, when they look at it, there are no holes. There's in no it. holes in it. No. Yeah, it's ugh, this movie. Yeah, Fuck but then this movie. it turns into a manhunt because. Yeah, we have Frankie and Susie. They immediately find out that it's them. They decide well, that it's they them. They decide it was them because one of the people in the crowd Saw happened them. to see Susie and Frankie walking away from the hangar. Right. Before the people went and put right. on their So they shoes. just decide that Frankie and Susie have killed Harry and we go on a massive manhunt with Joe and the FAA. We're the most fucked up police force ever because it's like Nick Cage and Harvey Keitel from the Bad Lieutenant movies like Basically, teamed up yes. and just went yeah. half these Team fuckers. Up. One, one is in the car chasing Susie and Frankie on land. The other one takes a fucking rifle onto an airplane the director by the way the director and writer by the way he's the one with the rifle in the airplane suddenly everybody's a vigilante yeah everyone's going after him so now it's a it's an all-out manhunt yes kill at all costs no questions asked no prisoners no take no prison no it's just like it's so dark this guy i (laughs) well it was it was weird because i saw them over there and then they were running away so i don't know if they did it or not and then they go investigate the parachute. Oh, yeah, this was definitely sabotage. It had to be them. And then, the, yeah, so they go on an all Overwhelming evidence, folks. Right. Try, and they, yeah, and meanwhile, we're cutting to shots of Susie and Frankie, like, climbing through people's backyards, right. walking through a vineyard at one point. And then they get <laughs> like, in the car. Weird. And, and then they, they get in the car off, and drive and away. They get, and then finally they get they sort of trapped. And they, yeah. they get surrounded. So they leave the car. And holy and shit, guys. And guys, guns, they're being fired at this whole time. The, the rifle to, guy in the plane is shooting at them. The cop in the car behind them is shooting at them with a handgun. And they both get shot. They get cornered. They get out of the car. Susie's immediately shot in the head and falls to the ground. Yeah. And then Frankie is My running through a field. She hit the ground. And they shoot a couple of times, but finally drop Frankie. And then they all go crowd around him and roll him over, make sure he's dead. And meanwhile, it cuts back to Susie, who's just laying next to the car. She raises her head up and sees them standing around a dead Frank, and then she drops dead. Right. And then they all just walk away. And then that's when I wrote, vigilante justice for the win. Yeah. 
Seriously. Yeah. It starts to rain. It's like, oh my yeah. God. Yeah, you hear all this thunder, and then you see rain hitting the dead bodies. And that's it. And the, No, that's not it. No, we got more. Well, because I mean, then we go. For, right. So we, we go cut back, to yes. a few days later. Right. Seemingly. Yes. Yeah. Beth and Joe, they're right. partying. Beth ways. and Joe are still in their work outfits. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. And he's like, well, I could stay here and help you run things. And she's, she's like, no, like, nah, everywhere I look, I remember Harry. So I'm going to be leaving myself too. Okay, well, take care. Bye. And then we cut to a shot of her wearing her funeral outfit for some reason, carrying a suitcase, looking at all of the, the buildings at the airport and thinking of memories past. And, then, that's and then it says the end as she walks towards and her then, car. What was the fucking moral of this movie? Well, right, I wrote that's it. What was oh, the no, fucking no point? There's no moral. Skydiving looks. Uh, skydiving is fun. Skydiving, except unless when there's acid treachery. in your shoe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't skydive if you have any infidelity in your past. <laughs> Don't fire the drunken boyfriend of your lover, lover that you're cheating on. Don't your parachute wife with. with acid. Yeah, dude. Just parachute on acid. <sighs> there you go. Actually, yeah. that sounds terrible, too. Don't do that. Don't do that. All right. Well, I, what we will do is take a quick break and be right back with some trivia. Okay, we're back. For trivia on this one, I don't have a whole lot. I just have that Coleman Francis directed this one. He does a lot of shit films. Well, he, rather, he's not directed a whole lot. He's most, mostly known for acting, but he is not an unknown name. Right. And he was the... Guy with the rifle in the airplane. He he did he did do a movie directed that's way down our list coming up. But we, that's oh no oh god yeah we we'll got to revisit another. We'll get to it. Shit. Uh, Titus Moody or Mady, whatever we've seen him before. He was Frankie. He was the hobo in Incredibly Strange Creatures. <laughs> I thought for a second you were going to say he was the hobo in the barn. No, 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 no. <laughs> but this guy, this guy's done a lot of acting. And so, but he, we've already seen him in another movie. And then there was another title for this movie, which I don't understand at all. Fiend from Half Moon Bay. What? what? Yeah. This was, yeah. And so we're supposed to be in Half Moon Bay. First of all, this movie was supposed to from? be set in New Mexico, but it was filmed in California. Obviously. Um, but yeah, one of the alternate that titles for this movie is Fiend from Half Moon Bay. And that makes it sound like a horror film. Yes, it does. And it was certainly not that at all. So, no. But that's all I've got for trivia for this. Is it, did you dig anything up with this one? Not really, except Beth. Mm-hmm. The actress's name mm-hmm. is Kevin. Mm-hmm. It's the only Isn't movie weird? she's ever done. Well, Kevin's Kevin. kind of a difficult name to market, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, I guess. No <laughs> back, aren't you? We're going to try it. Hey, now, Bob, what are you going to do? You going to grab me about here? Well, I say we go through it at once. Okay, come on, let's try it out. All right, best line, worst line. Well, I think for me, Zip and I have already done the worst line. We've done the dialogue of the worst line. Uh, my worst line was the the line that was like, that basically turned this into a different movie for me, where they, they fucked on the beach, and she says, suppose somebody put acid in somebody's shoot. Yeah. And I just... It just what? comes out of nowhere. It, yeah. Mine was definitely the guy holding the rooster that was, do you fly all the time? It's like, can, no. No, 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 no. Let's talk about the rooster, please. 
Let's talk about No, we're not going to talk about it. No, not even going to make reference to it. Nothing. No one even looks at it. It's just there. And I'm like, why? This is not the movie we've been watching. And it's definitely not the movie we're about to watch. So I do. Yeah. Okay. Why not? Oh, my God. Uh, do you know Best line? Yeah. Go for it. I, well, this one really was very confusing to me, but um, there's a there's a scene where Beth is talking to Bernie about why they jump, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jesus. come on, you can do it. <laughs> or maybe we're scared. Maybe we jump to prove we're not scared. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and she sold it. But the thing is, she really did. And that's she the sold thing. it. At, she is having an existential crisis at that one moment, and yeah. she's trying to work her shit out. And then somebody comes in and completely changes the mood right. of the scene. So, but that. And just that, leaves her hanging. She's it, like in her own little world at that moment. And then she, the guy she's talking to just starts talking to somebody right. else. It doesn't make any sense, but she sold that line. So, she yeah. Did. There you go. My best line was this is. This is retarded, but um, it's it's more so the shot that it was set around than the actual line of dialogue. But it's when uh, it's a scene early in the movie between Beth and Harry, and they're having dinner or something, and they're sitting around a table, and it's a close up on her, and she says, "Seems like something's come between us." And then mm-hmm. it cuts out to a wider shot, and you see this gigantic candle right in between them. Yeah. Oh yeah, the candle. Yeah. <laughs> So that made yeah. me laugh because it was definitely not intended. Yeah. No, no, not at all. Uh, my my best line was the the same thing. It was because I don't think it was the intention, but it is the biggest laugh I had while watching this entire movie. The candle? Uh, no, no, no. no. B- but it's in the same vein. Uh, when when Joe shows up for the first time, <laughs> and uh, you probably know where this is going. Um, and he introduces, and she's like, oh, I, I, I've heard so much about you. I feel like I already know you. And where's the general? And, oh, he's out gathering the troops or whatever, blah, 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 blah. Hey, why don't we go in and have some coffee? And Joe says, coffee? Reaches down and grabs his bag. I like coffee. I don't know why, but I laughed my ass off. I had to stop the movie. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. He never gets the coffee. And he never. <laughs> well, because as they, far they, as we know, he no, does. But, but they but bring they, it up then they three walk, more times. Right. They walk because, and walk and walk. And she's like. The delivery <laughs> was like, coffee. I like coffee. <laughs> and then they turn yeah, and walk yeah. away. There's yeah. like that moment of like, what oh do we do God. now? Okay. We'll walk away. We're going to walk away. Yeah. And then there's another shot of them walking outside and then they stop and then they talk about something else. And then, Hey, didn't you say something about coffee? You know I what? think I, I did. <laughs> and then continue to walk. And then Harry shows up and then they talk some more. And then he's like, Hey, this girl over here promised me a cup of coffee. He was like, sounds good to me. And they all start walking away. And then that's where the, hey, remember that time that native girl proposed to me? And then it cuts away. We never find out. Not only do we never find out if he gets the coffee. Right. We never but we miss out, out on what could have been the greatest story ever told. Indeed. Drinking game. Oh, man. Mine's easy. Um, uh, drink every time the word jump is said. Oh, yeah. Mine is every time we see a fake parachute shot. 
like where they're oh that's what we hanging. never got to we never talked about that yeah the, where we, which you were talking about hanging. except for the parachute scene yeah so we see so all of the aerial footage of them falling through the sky is all authentic um, but then once we see them pull the parachute in midair that's fine we cut to a close up of the person with the parachute and it is obviously they're just standing there looking down at the ground while somebody is holding the parachute up above their head. Yeah. Every time. Every in fact, time. I'm pretty sure some of those shots were reused like three or oh, four times. without question. So, yeah, so every time you see a fake parachute shot. Yeah, when you got a close-up on a person who is supposedly falling through the sky with their parachute open. Yes. It, they're just, they're standing on the ground and someone is holding the parachute above their head. Yep. That's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Well, then what do they do Right. They loaded film into the camera. <laughs> I like the aerial shots. Those were the only things. The aerial that I shots thought. were good, and, and and there was, and it wasn't the, like the same shot over every single right. time. There was a little bit ones. of variation. Yeah, uh, there was one where one of the the main jumpers like did a flip midair. Yep, and um, there was a baton passing. There was stuff. a baton. Yeah, they they so did the like the flare thing where yep. the smoke was coming out the stick, and they would pass that off or like try to make designs with it, things yep. like that. So yeah, um, there was a close up of one of the actual parachuters. Like they did a close up of his you face. Could his face. You could see like the the skin on his face, like being pushed up. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I, the, some of those shots were good. Um, the cars uh, like I nice. said, I did. I uh, I I love the the, the camera guy. Is <laughs> the most pointless character almost in the entire movie, but yet I, think I couldn't the, help but like him. Their use of extras. They, the, yeah, the extras. And, and literally, I, I I still feel pretty certain that most every single person who was listed in the credits did get at least one line yeah, of dialogue. I think you're right because every single extra, even the family. Like the they dad all, was the main one that spoke, but, but the, the little girl spoke, got a couple of lines. Spoke. The wife had yeah. a line. Yeah. Yeah. So most, all of the extras at least got one line of dialogue in the movie. So that was nice. Yes. What? Okay. Let's see. What did it do right? Um, it made me want to go skydiving. Okay. You know, I you thought know, about you know it. Hey, I've you, never wanted to before, but I actually did think about it this time. If I go skydiving from this movie, best case scenario, I have a great time. Worst case, somebody put acid in my parachute. I never have to think about this movie and you never ever have again. To think about it ever again. Exactly. So win win. So thank you, movie. And your body will be perfectly preserved even after you hit the ground. Exactly. Indeed. So there you exactly. go. Exactly. That being said, it's about time we put a stamp on this movie. Zip, can you help us out with that? The flaming cinematic turd meter. <laughs> this is what I wanted to touch on earlier because when you, when you said this this isn't a dark movie, I will disagree with you. Because if you just look at the main plot points of what happened in this movie, it is a terribly dark and tragic film. In the third act, I would say. No, 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 no. From the start. The entire movie. Because it starts with a wife confronting the woman her husband is sleeping with. We don't know that, but that's what happens. And the wife knows. She knows because she says, but we all know that's not the real reason you're here. So she knows. That's why there's all that side eye going on between them. And then when Harry finally comes out, the, the Susie's looking at him and giving him the, the look as well. It's like, oh, there's a whole thing going on between these people. I'll give you that. Yeah. yeah. 
then we have the dinner scene where it's like, I must avoid emotional confrontation at all costs. It's like, she knows she confronts him. She's like, she wants to have an honest discussion. What is wrong with our marriage? This is not what it used to be. How can we get back to that point? She wants to work on it. She confronts him about the lover. He won't admit it, but she knows. And she actually says, okay, it's all right. I will live with it, but I will make this work. I will stick with you until your dying day kind of thing, which is actually is what that, happens, yeah. but still. Um, you know, and then even with the uh, the the thing that happens with uh, with Joe when he kisses Beth, is like she has this moment of, well, if my husband is doing it, why can't I have some fun? She actually has to think about it, but then decides, no, I love my husband too much. Even if he doesn't love me the way that I love him, like there is some deep dark shit. And then all the stuff with the guy, um, what's his face, Perry or what's his name? Pete, Pete, Pete. Yeah. What is going on with him? We have no the idea. Guy, there is something tragically wrong with him but we never get to find out what it is and he obviously commits suicide it is not an accident he committed suicide why what was so wrong in his life we need to know that that there is some really dark undercurrents in this movie that we never get to touch on because they were so busy trying to lighten the mood with guys holding roosters (laughs) and uh, Scottish Mario <laughs> and all of this bullshit that completely undercut the, any seriousness that the movie had built up to those points. But like I said, that that's neither here nor there. That's the kind of movie I, I wish we had gotten, uh, but it's not. What we ended up with was this, and this in this version or in in this the way it is just there's there's nothing redeemable about it there's nothing that i would point to to say oh but this made it better but this made it better no there there's no consistent tone there's no consistent through line with any of the the plot points that they establish so as far as i'm concerned this one is a straight up 5 and with that, that is it for our episode of It Came From The Bottom. Once again, brought to you by Head Games Entertainment, your ultimate source for digital series, podcasts, and more. Once again, I am Jack. I'm Zip. I'm Adina. Next time, Track of the Moon Beast.